Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Bear and the Swan. Hello. My name is John. My name is Aaron. And we are the Swan. And Dubia. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> that was nice. Sweet Bear, Why how are you? Why was it nice? I don't know. It's just surprising, I guess. Oh. How are you? Um, I'm good. I feel like anytime someone asks me how I am in the past couple weeks, it's been, I'm busy, but I'm good. Yeah. Don't do that. Oh, because my water bottle just made a noise? Yeah. Stop. Okay, no water for me, this podcast. Uh, I feel the exact same way. In fact, when people have started asking me, how are you? I've stopped just giving like a stock answer and been like, uh, when I have the time, I mean. I'm like, uh, you know what? I think I'm actually a little bit too full right now in my life or something like that. You know? I thought you meant full. Like you eat, oh, eat I too ate much. way too much. No, <laughs> Which I just probably yeah. One of my, I mean, one of my goals this year, uh, just something I, not a goal, but something I just wanted to keep in mind at the start of the year was to try and simplify my life more. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know with the the work that I do, it's very easy for me to just say yes to a hundred projects, yeah. and then uh, all of a sudden I have like so much going on, even outside of work, just personally and everything, and I. F- wanted to avoid that at the beginning of this year and recently I feel as though I've fallen perhaps into that trap. Maybe one of the things is I have 2,700 podcasts. <laughs> yeah, that might be an issue. Yeah, but they're fun. Like they I enjoy fun. those. I need to cut some of the things that I do that I don't necessarily enjoy. So Yeah, it's just, well, it's hard when people are asking you to do things that you want to do, like specifically when people ask us to hang out or go get dinner or do a game night or whatever. It's like, yeah, that's fine. I really want to do it. But is it wise looking at my week? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's true. That's true. We are full. Which. Which. Kind of brings us into today's topic a little bit. Does it? It's a decent segue. Okay. It's decent. We'll go for it. So today, as you all already know from the title and as Sweet Bear kind of knows because I sort of told her about it. Today we are talking about guilty pleasures, weird obsessions, and then we're going to nerd out a little bit. Ooh. Okay? So we are going to start with, I mean, the title doesn't start this way, but we are going to start this way. I want to start with some weird obsessions. So today, really, this whole conversation is going to be around some things that perhaps we know maybe a little bit too much about. Okay. And it's kind of, I think, okay, so backtrack. (laughs) something that I have come to believe is that everyone is a nerd in some way. And we, our sort of generation and in the 21st century, we define nerd very differently than perhaps our parents' generation might. I think our parents' generation of idea, their idea of a nerd is like the big bang theory. You know what I mean? And that's perhaps why the Big Bang Theory was so popular amongst (laughs) our parents. But for us, it's no longer necessarily the person with like high-waisted pants and like glasses like Steve Urkel. those are in. Yeah, actually. Like (laughs) they're quite in. If it ain't high-waisted, it's a waist, baby. (laughs) But now anyone can be a nerd. It really is more to me about having a specialized knowledge about something, something you have sort of become obsessed with to the point where you know way more than the average person about this thing. So Mm -hmm. someone can be a nerd about basketball. People are nerds about cameras. People are nerds about shoes. Like they're just in that universe and they become obsessed with it. Yep. You look like you were going to say something. I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> You've done that a couple times. You just got to c- stop calling me out. So today, uh, today we're going to talk about those things in our lives. What are those things for us? And then just because it's fun and maybe a little embarrassing, we're going to talk about some guilty pleasures okay. that each of us have. And maybe even a few that we have together. Who knows? You're going to have to listen to the rest of the podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. But let's start with some weird obsessions. Do you want to go with yours first or should I go with mine? Did you pick mine for me? Well, you said you didn't want to do any work. Yeah, so do you pick them for me? Yeah, I have one for you. Oh, good. Okay, cool. But do you want to do your... I mean, really, each of us, I think, mainly have one. That when we get in this... This is a conversation we have with people a lot. 
Yeah, like what's your thing? What's your thing, you know, that people wouldn't know about you based on where you work or, you know, anything like that. And so both of us have our weird obsession that we always bring up. So do you want to do yours first or me do mine? I'll do it. Okay, go for it. Mine is murder. <laughs> what a weirdo! Call the cops! Um, or more Please spe- explain. <laughs> more specifically, true crime. Yes. Which has... A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, there's such a true crime trend happening right now. Like everybody's into it. But I think a lot of people have been into it for a while. You have for sure. Yeah. And I think it's just now there are things like podcasts that sort of bring people together and you're like, oh my gosh, you like this too. Mm-hmm. And so it's just more open, I guess. But yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think when my obsession started. Yeah, I mean, I can think, I'm trying to think back to like the first sort of true crime documentary thing that we watched together. I mean, definitely Serial was a big one, but even before then, like I used to get obsessed with, okay, there was a girl that went missing at my sister's university. And when we moved Emma in to university... (laughs) <laughs> what am I British? What are you British? You moved her into university. <laughs> when I moved her into the university, there were signs all over for this missing girl. And so I did a deep dive and I was just so, I don't know, like obsessed with it. I looked up theories. I was like texting Emma, okay, be safe, bought like all these things. Yeah. I got super into it. But even back to like, what was the girl that was taken from her room and held and then she was found? Like... Every case ever? Not every case ever. It's very rare, John. It was Elizabeth. Oh, that they were that she was found. Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth. I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, dang it. Maybe it wasn't Elizabeth. Oh, people are probably screaming this. <laughs> I have no idea. She's blind. I've never even heard of this. <sighs> This goes to show that it's not no, my weird obsession. I'm really embarrassed. You're talking about Jean Benet? No, but Jean Benet, yeah. It was, goodness me, why can't I think of her name? It will come to me. But I remember when I was little, she was taken, and that freaked me out, and I did a ton of research on it. So I've always sort of been into it. And I think really when Serial came out, yeah. Now that there's content surrounding yes. it, people are sort of giving a voice to something you have always sort of secretly had an interest in. Mm-hmm. And um, also, I, a lot of people are like, okay, so are you a CSI person? Oh, yeah. Or do you watch a lot of those shows? And to be honest, no, I didn't because I used to get so scared mm-hmm. um, when I had to like go to bed by myself every night. And now that I have you and I go to sleep <laughs> with a person and a dog, you, not that I went to sleep by myself, I had a family, but I would always get scared when I w- put my head down at night and I would just like start thinking about creepy things. Mm-hmm. But now I can handle it a lot better. So now I've watched a lot more like Dateline and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I used to not. Good story, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, now... So my question to people always when I hear about sort of the strange things that they're maybe a little obsessed with is like, why? Yeah. So, and I think recently you've actually begun to ask yourself that question and sort of figure it out. Yeah, and I think a big part of it comes back to, sorry, I'm yawning, um, the Enneagram, which we talked about, and I'm a six. Shouts to our Enneagram episode. You can listen to that. Um... I'm a an Enneagram six, which means like security is big for me, safety. And I like to learn about murder cases or true crime cases because I'm actually very scared that that's going to happen to me. And I feel like learning about it, you just get more information. And the more I know about it, the less it's going to happen to me. Yeah. The, I mean, I, I can say that the more Elizabeth you- Smart. Oh, good word. I knew it would come to me. Good word. I was like, Elizabeth Moss? Elizabeth, like, <laughs> thinking, no, Elizabeth Smart. Okay, Elizabeth sorry. Smart. Yes. See, she does know stuff about it. <laughs> I she do. She does. That was embarrassing. I'm like, I know so much about murder, and then I couldn't even <laughs> think of her name. She didn't get murdered, though, so maybe that's... Maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. But I can, I can say, as your husband that I have noticed the more you have learned about it the more aware you are when we go places mm-hmm. and in situations you'll notice 
someone across the street from us or, you know, just any sort of little thing that I totally overlook. And part of that is because I am a six foot four, 200 pound male. Who doesn't have to worry about it quite as much. Yeah. I haven't really been walking around my whole life with sort of, you know, having to be aware of those sort of things, but you've become even more aware of it. Yeah. Just like safety conscious and like, I don't know. I don't do stupid things. Like I don't take buckets out by myself at night. And some people would be like, I can't believe you live like that. And it's like, well, you're just, definitely a better safe than sorry person. A hundred thousand percent. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And like, yeah, we live in the city in Chicago, but things happen all the time. There are crazy people and you got to be careful. You got to like lock your doors the second you get in your car. Mm. You got to like not sit in the parking lot somewhere. Yeah. Cause there's like a, there's a self preservation thing I think going on at the root of it. It's yeah. not, is it? This is maybe a terrible question to ask. Is it at all entertainment? I mean, a lot of the podcasts or things that I listen to are entertainment because they're podcasts. Right, you know? or it's a docu-series yeah. or whatever it is. And I think the entertaining part just comes from learning about these horrible monsters and like how could somebody do this? Mm-hmm. And It's not like entertaining like, oh, that was a jolly good time no. at the theater. No, it's like... I think part of it is like, how could humans do this to each other? The other part is like, you're fascinated by things you're scared of. Mm. And the last part yeah, is... Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good The point. more I know about it, the less it's going to happen to me. Yeah. Do you want to share some of your resources? Yeah, so resources if you haven't listened to Serial, I mean, pe- obviously. For people that's like are like you. Yeah. Serial is the number one, obviously. Um, but some other interesting things um obviously making a murderer if you haven't watched that on netflix that's that's kind of i I feel like that's a good way for people to test the waters Mm -hmm. for themselves because for me i was into serial never got into making a murderer just uh, for some reason me watching it uh i'm i just like i can't watch that stuff it makes me sick no thank you um, my favorite podcast is My Favorite Murder, and if you're into murder at all, it's a true crime comedy podcast, which sounds like an oxymoron. Is that the right word? No. Uh, it's more sounds offensive. <laughs> is oxymoron when it's like two oxymoron things that really is, can't... is like jumbo shrimp. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It is an oxymoron, but it's so good. And honestly, it took me a couple episodes to get into it because I was like... I don't know. It just took me a second to warm up to it, but now I love it. It's my favorite podcast. I listen to every single episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what else. We've listened to a couple. We've listened to a lot of them. We've Dirty John was really good. Dirty John is the best true crime podcast which I have listened to. Which also we discovered a show's coming out it's about it, which we're show. excited. That's very exciting. Um, what other ones did you like? I mean, there was like S-Town. Which is which kind, is kind of, of that, yeah. but not really. Um, you liked Up and Vanish. Up and Vanish was not on the same level, but still great. The Teacher's Pet. The Teacher's Pet. <laughs> An Australian <laughs> one. Um, yeah, yeah there there's a, a ton. Others. There's so many good ones. Well, Accused. Accused. We are accused. <laughs> John and I will make up lyrics to the theme songs. Um, so yeah, I feel like there's a lot of good podcasts. Netflix is making a lot of good um, true crime stuff like the new staircase that just came out, Wild Wild Country, which is about a cult, and there's some attempted murder in there. Um, Evil Genius is another one. Yeah, I think Netflix is really getting on board with like, oh, people yeah, like people this. love the yeah. Jinx. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, the Jinx is another classic. That's HBO, and like, really, the the gateway drug here is John Bonet. Oh yeah, the now there's the. John Bonet documentary. Well, or, no, just John Bonet in general. Like, if yeah. you learn about John Bonet and you're like obsessed with how did this happen, who killed her, I think you're probably into true crime. Yeah. And even OJ. OJ. Oh, yeah. The People versus OJ Simpson and OJ Made in America was really great. We watched all seven hours of OJ Made in America. Yeah. <laughs> we absolutely did. <laughs> we absolutely did. And he absolutely did it. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Allegedly. No, I, mean, I can't even say allegedly. He was acquitted. So okay, okay. Spoiler alert. We don't alert. have to get. We don't have to get into that. <laughs> Do you think OJ listens to our podcast? Probably. Wow. He's out now, right? Yeah, he's out. Yeah, so he might be listening. He might. Okay. 
I'm not going to give OJ shouts. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> please, please don't. Um, so yeah, that's my kind of weird thing. And I think nobody would expect it. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, <laughs> people who even know, like know you, know you, not just have watched you online or listened to this podcast, people who know you for a while are like, surprised. they're surprised when they find that out. Yeah. Cause you're not like wearing black and have like dark makeup, which is such a stupid generalization. No, but it's like they, I like no names of murderers. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, also mind hunters really good. We liked that. Oh yeah. We did watch mind. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, that's you. Mm-hmm. Okay. We ready for mine? I got to check out for a little. Oh yes. Yeah. So the, the thing is, I, is it the NBA? No. Oh, what is it? Oh, come on. The NBA oh, is the, the second most popular sport in the world. It's running. Yes. <laughs> Bye. See you guys. But in it's half not hour. just run- well. Here's the thing. So before I even get into mine, uh, one thing is, at, as like spouses, you kind of have to, in a way, at least try to get into your spouse's weird obsession. Because for Air, it's like when we go on a long drive, she's going to want to listen to a true crime podcast. And so I do my best to sort of get into it. I struggle, like I said, a little bit more with the documentaries, but (laughs) I try. (laughs) For me, my weird obsession is ultra running, um, which we'll get into talking about how you uh, need to support me in that. But (laughs) many of you who have followed me online know this about me. Um, I really enjoy running and I have recently in the last couple of years really got into ultra running. Ultra running is a very, it is a subset sport of running that is all about running any distance beyond a marathon distance. So anything beyond 26.2 miles is considered an ultra marathon. Uh, and those races, the typical race distance will include a 50K, which is about 31 miles, a 50 miler, a 100K, which is around 62 miles, and then a 100 mile race. And even beyond, there are 130 mile races, there are 200 mile races out there. Um, and this is just like, like I said, running is a pretty popular individual sport, uh, especially here in the US. It is a very popular hobby. Uh, ultra running is a subset of that. It is a very small community, mainly people on the West Coast or people who are able to run on trails in hills and mountains because most ultra running is trail running just from the perspective of if it's it's going to be better for your joints to run on dirt and on trails than on road and asphalt. And if you're going to be running for 7, 8, 9, 12 24 hours, uh, you'd probably rather be doing it in nature where the views are pretty than on like the streets of Chicago. And so for me living in the city of Chicago, it's, I I feel sort of isolated. I don't really meet a lot of other people who do any sort of ultra running. Mm -hmm. Um, and so whenever I meet someone else who does do it or is into it, I'm always so excited. And most of the people I meet who find out that I do this sort of thing, think that I'm absolutely crazy or stupid. Like people actually are like, that is bad for you. You need to stop doing that right now. My mother. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, There are people who are like, it is bad for you. You need to stop doing that, which I disagree. Um, But for me, it kind of all started with a life goal that I set for myself to run a marathon by the time I was 25. I set that goal in college. I've never been a very good runner. Oh, no, I got two more weeks left to 25. (laughs) I better hustle. Not everyone has to have that goal. (laughs) But I set it for myself. I had never, I've never been a good runner. I've never been fast. It just, I've always been a big guy, so I have more weight to carry than a lot of people. But I just, it was something that I wanted to do. I'd seen other people do it. I've seen friends do it, and I really wanted to do it. And sure enough, I was able to do that uh, not long after I graduated college. Uh, But then, and many of you know, I went through some pretty bad back injuries with some herniated discs in my lower back uh, about three years ago now, and just was not encouraged to run uh, by some doctors and things like that. And I kind of looked at that and was like, hold on, there are people who lose their legs and still run. Like, why shouldn't, 
Why are you telling me at 24 years old that I can't run and do physical activity anymore? So I kind of started on this journey of being returning to run. I went to a bunch of physical therapy and was doing this return to run program. And during that time, I picked up a book called Born to Run by Chris McDougal, I think his <laughs> name is. Chris McDougal. Uh, hold on. Born to Run. Not the Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> that's all the, that's coming up. It is the ebook by it is the book by Chris McDougal. Um, it's called Born to Run, and it is a nonfiction book all about the Tarauara tribe, uh, which is a South American indigenous tribe. And these people, they live this like incredibly indigenous lifestyle still in you know 2018, and they will have races. They'll have these ultra marathons wearing nothing but these like flip flops, and these guys and these women will run for days. Um, and it was just his, uh, the author, he does this sort of deep dive into the Tarawara and their culture and all that they do, which introduces him into the sport of ultra running. And after reading that book, I was just like, I was in. And most ultra runners, that's how their journey started. It's kind of like with you with murder. Most people, they sort it started with cereal or it started with making a murderer. For me, with ultra running, it started with born to run. And from that moment, I made a goal for myself to avenge, to run an ultra marathon, to run a 50K, which I've done, to run a 50 miler, which I have coming up in a week, mm-hmm. um, in a week and a half, then eventually to run a 100K and eventually to get to a 100 miler. Um, and then you can be done? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I don't have any aspirations at this point to go longer than a hundred miles. Good. I think that's, that's good. I don't have any aspirations to go longer, but it is something that I love. I've gotten, uh, just kind of obsessed with it in in weird ways. Like I, I buy things and I read things and like like, John asks for, I ask for running stuff for my birthday. birthday. If someone's going to get me a birthday present. Um, and I ask for like, ultra shoes there are specific running shoes for ultra runners and things like that yeah yeah trail shoes i didn't get those for you well because i don't run trail oh yeah but don't you need them for your 50 yes but it's not technically a it's not a trail race like most people would think oh because it's very flat okay um yeah so that that's sort of mine uh the reason that i do it i I, grew, I think it's twofold. One, I always grew up playing sports and I always grew up competing. And now I don't really have anything that I can sort of healthfully compete in in my life. Mm-hmm. And with ultra running, you're, I'm not even competing against the other people out there. I'm really just competing against myself and most of the time competing against the clock. Because really with an ultra marathon, you're usually fighting, at least for me, as I'm like a mid to back of the pack runner, I'm usually fighting against the cutoff time. Uh, trying to make it in before that cutoff. Or maybe I'm trying to make a personal best or whatever it is. But it gives me that sense of competition, which I really like. And I have always loved the idea of just pushing myself um, beyond what maybe I thought I could do. And I do that in other ways in my life. I, I think there are ways that I do that sort of mentally and I do that I try and do that spiritually in my relationship with God by putting myself in uncomfortable positions so that I'll grow. Uh, But ultra running is sort of how I do that physically and mentally as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You put yourself out there and there's just, I don't know, there's there's something that happens when you sort of break through that wall and you're just, it's just you out there, whether it's in a race or whether I'm running a 20 mile training run. Like there's just something very special that you kind of go through when you push your body beyond a certain point. And so I really love it. Some of my favorite resources, uh, <laughs> born to run. If you're interested at all. Uh, also there's a couple really, really good documentaries out there. One is on Netflix called the Barkley marathons. I have no desire to run that race, but it's about the hardest ultra marathon in the world supposedly. And then there's a couple really good YouTubers, Um, Ethan Newberry, the ginger runner is a really great resource. He's been a huge source of inspiration for me. Um, and you can check out Billy Yang as well. He has a lot, they both have a lot of really great ultra running documentaries on YouTube that are some of the most inspiring things I have ever watched. You can wake up now, sweet bear. Good morning. 
So I don't know. Maybe maybe that was just the most boring like twenty minutes of our podcast ever. But I think it's really interesting to hear about other people's obsessions. Like we were just having dinner last month with a friend who was like, I don't think I do. And not but five minutes later, he's telling us how him and his wife have gone to literally every escape room. Yeah, and you're in, like, there it is. <laughs> in the area. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you, you literally design escape rooms for fun. Mm-hmm. Like, but I found it, I just find it so interesting listening to other people talk about their passions and things that uh, they just, these worlds that they find themselves in. Yeah. I, I think it's so cool. I think it's so fun. Um, so there's a couple other ones that I sort of wrote down. Okay. That are, that we're not, we don't need to go into length about. Um, they're sort of kind of a joke. But, okay. But uh, for you, all white everything. <laughs> yeah, I love white. <laughs> you want to explain that, please? I just love, I want my house to be all white. I want everything to be all white all the time. If you look at your Instagram feed, there's a lot well, of white actually, on there. Well, actually not recently. It's been more pink, which is another obsession. I love yeah. pink. White and pink. Um, But yeah, I just love bright and airy and pretty things. And murder. And murder. You're a woman of opposites. Yes. You're a woman yes. of opposites. Um, and then the last one I had was buckets. Yeah, we're totally obsessed with buckets. We are like freakishly obsessed. I don't know if it's healthy how much we're obsessed with our dog. <laughs> I will. Uh, so let's say like maybe the weirdest thing we do. I smell his paws. Okay. <laughs> and I like the smell of his paws. That's comforting <laughs> to me. I let him lick my face. <laughs> Oh, you're going into many of them. I mean, I, I think a lot of people let their dogs lick their face. Smelling his paws, I never even thought I'm to do that. I'm about to do it. Okay, enjoy. Oh, yes. Oh, I just love him. <laughs> For me, the I think the weirdest thing I do with buckets is if I'm driving home or if I'm on my way <laughs> yeah. home, I will start to scream <laughs> at, not at him, but like like he's there. Yeah, we like, talk to him if he's oh, not there. Oh, I can't wait to see you. <laughs> I can't wait to see my dog. Like, I'll just start, and, and I'll be in the car alone, and I'll just start yelling that because I'm so excited to see him. So that's a weird obsession that literally only we have. Yeah, literally um, only. Well, I think maybe our family's not quite as intense, yeah, but, but they, they love him. They love him. They love him but very yeah, much. But yeah, we're like next level with our dog. Next level obsessed with our pop. Yes. So. All right. The okay. weird obsessions are done. That let's concludes. let's take a break and when we come back, guilty pleasure. Okay. <laughs> Hello friends. I hope as always that you are enjoying this episode of The Bear and the Swan. I wanted to remind you one last time that you can ask us a question for us to answer on the show. Very, very soon, Sweet Bear and I are gonna be doing this episode that we've been talking about for a while where we are gonna answer audience questions. So once again, here is how you leave a question. All you have to do is download the Anchor app from the App Store. If you've heard me talk about this before, maybe it's time to actually go do it. Download Anchor, search the bear and the swan, tap the voice message button at the top of the page, record your question like you would record a voicemail, and you're good to go. A lot of you have already done this, and we so appreciate it. We're really excited to answer your questions. We're just looking for a few more before we record the episode. So head on over to Anchor today, search The Bear and the Swan, leave a voice message. We would so appreciate it, and we look forward to answering your questions on an episode that is coming very, very soon. But as of right now, let's get back to this episode of The Bear and the Swan. And we're back. We're back. We're back we're from the back. second half of our conversation. Uh, all right, so we just heard about some of our weird obsessions. Now we're going to move a little bit quicker through these because there's a lot more guilty pleasures. And I this feel is like a different category. It's a totally different category. For me, weird obsessions, no one can have more than maybe like two because it yeah. takes time to become sort of an expert in these things. Yes. Like it takes a lot of time and energy, whereas a guilty pleasure to me is something you enjoy but only at a certain time or in a certain circumstance and you turn to it every now and then Mm -hmm. and you're not super proud of the fact that you do it (laughs) it's not it's not that like you would never tell anybody no it's It's just just like like, i could be doing different things yeah i probably and i probably should be but Eh, I'm going to do this right yeah. now. So I've split them up into a few categories. Okay. John did these without me, so I'm interested to see what he... Starting with TV shows. And please, okay. any that come up in okay. your mind, like, 
throw them at me, okay? Um, but the first TV show, and this is a shared one for us, that we actually don't watch anymore. <gasps> I know what it is. Are You the Are One? Are You the One? <laughs> for those of you who haven't watched Are You the One? I've heard it's gotten worse and worse, though. It is, yeah. There was a there was a moment where it really hit its peak, <laughs> but uh, it is essentially a the trashiest a, a really trashy MTV like romance bachelor type show, mm-hmm. but it's like it's like the trashy version of the Bachelor. Yeah, and the thing about it is, I don't watch the Bachelor because I think it's trash. Yeah, but, <laughs> and I'm not interested but in it. We went through a season of maybe like six months where we were. Hard into Are You the One? Yeah, watched which is it every way week, worse than The Bachelor. Watched seasons that had already happened. Essentially, the idea is that there's like ten guys and ten girls, or eleven guys and eleven girls. They live in a house, and it's you know that whole thing. But they apparently did an interview with like relationship experts. <laughs> which whoever, I want to know who. Who those are. are these people? They did a interview with relationship experts and they received a quote unquote perfect match. So for the guys, one of the girls in the house is their quote unquote perfect match. And for the girls, likewise, and their job and their goal is to, for everyone in the house to get to know each other and figure out who the perfect matches are. Essentially, that's the whole point of the show. Uh, but it's very much, it's MTV, so it's very much all about the people drama and people getting drunk and hooking up. And it is, we it's should bad. not be watching no. it. <laughs> um, but we we went through a season where we did. It was but just it's like, funny. yeah, it was just funny to watch. And most of it's scripted. And really, I can't justify it. No. Like, was it leading me closer to my relationship oh, with Christ? Gosh, no. no. Like, it really wasn't. But it w- that's why it was sort of a guilty pleasure for a time for us. It wasn't making me a better person. It was just something that we would come home and watch. <laughs> You're feeling self-conscious about I it. I am. <laughs> I absolutely am. I, like, don't tell everyone that I watch this and we... Why? It's funny. Calm down. <laughs> Good. Good for you. Good for you. So I put for you CW shows. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you're guilty about it at all. Oh, I'm not guilty, girl. Who'd be guilty about that? <laughs> but like you, you got your heart of Dixie, your One Tree Hill, your Riverdale. Yeah. What else? Uh, I put Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. The, yeah, shows. I never that are got like into a... Vampire Diaries. That's yeah. the one I never got into. But they're they're like shows that are, and I think not to say all CW shows because I think like. Jane the Virgin, for example. Jane the Virgin. But Jane the Virgin, for me, is not like a guilty pleasure show. I think that's actually a good show. It's very good. Um, And even like Riverdale has some stuff that I actually think is good. What do you mean? Riverdale's great. Riverdale. Watch Riverdale. Huge Huge Riverdale Riverdale. fans. Um, But but there are some where it's just like, like just shows that Sweet Bear will watch. And as she's watching them, I laugh out loud. Because it's bad? Because, yeah, because of some of the dialogue or like, things that they'll so do rude. or yeah just come on it's a, it's a guilty pleasure for sure i just say it's pleasure okay <laughs> for you then <laughs> um and then for me uh i was trying to think of like guilty pleasure tv shows i have i don't really have any um yes you do like what like bojack horseman bojack is not a guilty pleasure tv show i think bojack is legitimately a fantastic (laughs) it's fantastic television okay it's fantastic television it's not guilty at all uh what i what is sort of a guilty pleasure for me this is a once a year thing something that i like to do is every august I tape all four days of the CrossFit Games, all 12 hours of coverage, and I spend one day where I sit down on a Saturday and I watch 12 hours of people doing CrossFit workouts while I eat a pizza. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that you do the opposite of a CrossFit I do the workout. exact opposite of what they did to get there and become the <laughs> fittest people in the world. I sit there... In full gluttony, <laughs> watching them do it. That is definitely a guilty pleasure of mine, and I look forward to it every, every year. year. Every year. All right, next up, movies. Okay. Guilty ple- Well, any shows that I missed, first of all. For me or for you? For you. Or even for me, but I really don't think I have many. Um, like, you don't can... watch Keeping Up very much. I used to. Yeah. And I, I will watch it from time to time. I think it's hilarious, but not so much anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do a lot of like filler TV except for when I'm falling asleep. But yeah, 
All right, so then movies. For me, and this is all time. Sleepover. Sleepover, starring Alexa Vega. Alexa Pena Vega now. Alexa Pena Vega. Shouts to Lex and Los. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. John so, was obsessed. I am a sucker for a, a high school comedy. For a high school romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. 10 Things I Hate About You is literally my top five movies of all time. Yeah. Like, but but even beyond that, like Sleepover, uh, I was the perfect score. No one even <laughs> remembers that movie what? necessarily. But like when The Duff came out, I love yeah, The Yeah, like Duff. if it's a high school, like teen. If it's a high school teen. You loved um, dramedy. What was it? Haley Steinfeld. 17 again. Seven, no, that that's Zac Efron. Seventeen. Edge of seventeen. Edge of seventeen. <laughs> seventeen again as well, though. Edge of seventeen. Yes, edge of seventeen. Those. I guess really that whole genre of movies is my guilty pleasure. Yeah. High school romantic comedies, like we just watched. What? What do I always say it wrong? To all the boys I ever loved. To all the boys I've loved before. To all the boys I've loved before. Loved it. Oh, John. John so thinks he needs to write one, and I, I really so. want to write one. I want to write one that takes place. In like 2008, because that's like when I was in high school, yeah. like right in the heart of it. I think I could crush that. All right. I think I could crush that era. Any uh, any movie people out there? Yes. Who wants to produce it? I'll write it. I'll write it. All right. Um, any any genre of movie for you that comes to mind before I say yeah, what I wrote down for you? Like a, a action, but not all action, like a thriller, like a... Like White House Down. Oh. Or what's it called? Olympus Has Fallen. Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. Like those kind of movies. Yeah. Absolutely. Or or what what did we watch? Secret in Their Eyes? Yeah. It's well, like, that one was like a murder one. Yeah. But that type of thing. Like a, a an action suspense Like a suspense mystery thriller, basically. Slash thriller. Which but, is why I want to see the good searching ones. so bad. Not... Not like prisoners or or ones that are maybe I a little love bit. Those you, you we all sort of love those movies, but but you like even the bad like ones. a bad one, yeah. You're mm-hmm. all in. I also wrote this down: Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh well, of course. Even better, Netflix Christmas movies. Netflix Christmas movies. Shouts specifically. Specifically to... Santa Paws. Santa Paws. A hundred. How many are there? Four? Four Santa Pups. We have four Santa Pups. <laughs> I meant how many movies are there? Oh, there's three. There's three. Mm-hmm. All Shouts to all three Santa Paws movies. Um, so good. Shouts oh. to My Santa. My Santa. Starring Matthew Lawrence. You guys, that movie is... So funny. It's so bad. What about my Christmas Prince? Christmas Prince? What are some that's called? I don't know. Christmas Prince? A Christmas Prince? Yeah, yeah. That was it. Okay, so funny. And so great. And shouts to pretty much everything that stars Candace Cameron Burr. So. Of course. <laughs> DJ Tanner. Love it. Girl. Love it. We Those are actual guilty pleasures for us. We have many. Both you too, yeah. Yes, we have many inside jokes surrounding bad Christmas movies. Yes. Many, many, many. All right. Final category. Okay. Food. Oh, flaming hot Cheetos, girl. Oh, yes. oh wait, I'm so hungry right now. Oh, it'll be good because then you're gonna go on your call. I'm gonna make dinner and then we'll eat. But I want to eat right now, and now I want flaming hot Cheetos. It's gonna Why be. Why good... did you do this to me? I'm sorry. Uh, flaming hot Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Um, French onion dip. Like, oh, what's the brand? Dean's. Dean's French onion dip. What's with, funny is like people Ruffles will come over to my parents' house and they'll be like, you're the only family I know that eats this, but it reminds me of my parents' house. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it's so good. I could eat a whole tub of it. What else? So you have any? things I wrote down for you. Yeah. And you're not guilty about this one at all, but Cheese McDonald's. Fries? Oh, McDonald's. Who would be guilty about McDonald's? People hate McDonald's. Oh, people they're just McDonald's lying to themselves. And what sucks is now I'm a vegetarian, so like sucks for me. And why did I do that? Okay, and also can, yeah, can we, we take talk? a tide out here? Yeah. Like, why don't they have a veggie burger? Why doesn't any fast food have a veggie it's burger? It's like actually crazy. Maybe they do, and we just don't know. But you know what though? I thought we should go to the McDonald's, the new Hamburger University, oh. because they might have. And they we have can petition for one there. there. Yeah, we can leave well, a note. Let's protest. Let's yeah, strike. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, but McDonald's French fries and a Coke. You've got to be kidding me. There's nothing better in the world. Can we talk about Coke? Coca-Cola classic. May not it the, rest. Not, the, not Coke, the drug, but <laughs> also that. 
No, <laughs> I mean, it's as addictive as a drug. That's oh. what I meant. <laughs> well, because it had traces of cocaine in it. That, I think that was a rumor. Uh, I don't know. I still believe it. Believe the Yeah, hype. Coca-Cola was a huge one for me, but I haven't had it since You literally December. have not had a soda. A single drop. This year? Uh-uh. I think I've had two. I haven't. And I didn't even make the... Yeah, you were just in solidarity with me. I was in solidarity with you. How was it when you tried it again? Explain all Honestly, the I was thinking about getting one this past weekend, and I was like, that sounds disgusting. Really? That I was like, that sounds like the sugariest. Honestly, when I think about it now, I just, to trick myself, I think about the really bad Coke, because you know when you've had... A pop you, that's just you syrupy. You definitely know. Yes. Whereas like, but then I think about a really good McDonald's Coca-Cola or a Chili's Coca-Cola and I'm like, ooh, girl. Air, I don't, does anyone else do this? She differentiates the Coke oh, that people you do get. Oh, people do it. From a different restaurant. Yes. I wonder, I, I want to do a blind taste test. Go for it. DJ did a blind taste test between the sink and our, the water in our sink and the water in our fridge when I was in high school and I figured it out. So I can, No, no, no. Okay. I'm sure you did. I'm saying, I think it would be harder if I got a Coke from like Burger King, a Coke from McDonald's and then a Coke from Chili's and I switched their cups. The McDonald's and Chili's are close. So that one might be hard. They're both excellent. (laughs) Both an excellent cut of meat. Both an excellent (laughs) I was going to try to think of a word and I couldn't. Okay, so yes, Coca-Cola, yes. What else? Keep them coming. Can we talk about Starbucks? I know, but this one's not unhealthy. Uh, Financially, it is. (laughs) I know. Financially, it is. I know. Can I just say John just got a gift card to Starbucks (laughs) for doing a podcast and went all right into my account. Thank you so much. You better believe it. You better believe it. Yeah, Starbucks is rough and that one's new. Like within yeah. the past like six months. I mean, y'all, I think we've talked about Please this. Please don't say y'all. You're not from the South. I'm urban. No. <laughs> no. So a couple weeks ago, we had like seven Starbucks cups on our counter. Yeah. 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 Sometimes. It, four of them were venti ice waters. <laughs> because their water's so good. Yes. They're going to start charging for they, it any day. I don't know. Everyone they does can, that I'll hack still, now. I'll buy it. Everyone does that hack What's now. nice? Why don't they sell it bottled? They should. But there's nothing better than a big old Mindy ice water. <laughs> Which you get for free when you get a drink and you do it every time. I was sipping my Venti ice and water. And now it's to the point where I feel guilty when I go. John came home from a Starbucks oh meeting the other gosh, day and he gonna, didn't. We're never going to stop. He didn't bring me a it's venti ice water. It's never going to stop. <laughs> it's free. He was already there. He had already purchased something. All he had to do was ask and he didn't. In my defense, it was almost 40 minutes away. So water doesn't go bad, does yeah. it? Okay, continue, continue. Okay, now we're moving more into mine. There's two. <laughs> There's three. Oh, there's two. No, there's there's two, and I have literally had to stop buying these things. Yeah, he John, see the difference is, John will be like, "All right, that's it. I've made a rule. Can't buy it. Mm-hmm. Can't have it." And then he'll follow that where I'm just like, "Oh yeah, I'm never going to eat flaming hot Cheetos again." Hey, excuse me, Miss. I haven't had a Coke since that's 2017. True. But I vowed to never have flaming hot Cheetos again after our you wedding. have a couple times <laughs> because I ate two whole bags in one day and it was rough, and then I've had them since. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, For me, and it changes, but my most recent bout was with Home Run In Frozen Pizza. Yeah, that's a rough, rough ski for you. And Garrett's Popcorn, the Chicago mix. There, it, it became pretty common for me to get a full Home Run In and a full bag of the Chicago mix and eat all of both of them. In one day. Yes. It, it got to the point where I like could not not eat the whole thing. So I had to make a rule. We do not keep this in the house anymore. Like this does not come in the house. And we've pretty much followed that. Yeah. With the exception of maybe like one or two mm-hmm. special days. Also, no-no's is a big one for us. No-no's is a big yes-yes. Oh, yeah. But we haven't really gone haven't down the splurged. Domino's no. train Lately, our splurges for food have been... Home slice in Chicago. Mm-hmm. We Which get is pizza. A cheese pizza and Caesar salad, no chicken, and we split it. 
and a Mexican restaurant called Lonesome Rose, which we've probably ordered every weekend for the past four weeks. Yeah, <laughs> probably. So yeah, food is definitely a big one for us. Yep. All right. We got to go soon, but can we nerd out? On musicals for five minutes. Okay. Because this is a shared thing. Okay. This is like the wow. I haven't the, opened the store in a while. The only thing that we've talked about thus far that is a shared, equally thing between yes. the two of us. I think. Yeah. Sweet Bear and I both grew up doing theater. We both majored in theater. We like we have performed our whole lives, and we both love a good musical. However, neither of us have really been down this road at all yeah. in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But uh, you want to talk about favorite musicals? Uh, all-time favorite is the same for both of us, That's West Side right. Story. Better believe it. Better believe it. When you're it. a jet, you're a jet all the way, you know? That's right. Want to talk about favorite musical you've ever been in? West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> Air's answer is always going to be West John Side Story. John was Sweeney Todd. Yes, I was in a production of Sweeney Todd in college that was so much fun. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, there's just like, there's nothing better than a good musical theater moment. Yeah. Like, um. Want to talk about your favorite musical theater moments you've ever seen? I've ever seen? Yeah, give me a few. Just give me a few. I mean, Hamilton. Disagree, but okay. Stop. Um. I want to clarify, I'm not like a Hamilton hipster hater. Yes, he is. I'm not. He 100,000% is. It's so annoying that you just said that because it's true. I am not. Yes. I very much enjoy it. <laughs> um, oh, Buckets really Tommy's wants sad. some attention. Here. Um, He's never seen a musical. Let's see. I put on a musical for him every day. Oh, do you? <laughs> yes. Oh, because you sing for him? Yes. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm trying to favorite. think. Okay, favorite moment. Can you help me out I'll give here? a few. Yeah. For, so for me, and I think for literally anyone who has a theater bone in their body the first time they saw Defying Gravity on stage. Oh, 100%, which now, unfortunately, now is like... So cliche yeah, and stupid, but... but I sobbed. Oh, man, circa 2007. I sobbed in the theater, and oh, I man. looked around, and no one else was crying, and I was like, what's wrong with me? I was like, what's wrong with everyone else? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that was the most unbelievable thing I have ever witnessed uh-huh. on a stage. Yeah. Um. So that... I mean, so, kind of special things for me, like seeing friends make like their Broadway debut. Yeah. Well, seeing John make his Broadway debut, I mean, we don't talk about that a lot, but I was so nervous yeah. for you. I was so proud of you. It was such a cool moment. And also, like to see, uh, to watch other people watch you make your yeah. debut or seeing you in it for the first time, like so cool. Yeah. Um, my favorite one recently, I went to see when I went to see Bandstand. Oh yeah. So my my roommate in college and very good friend, uh, Corey was the he originated a role on Broadway. He's played multiple roles on Broadway, but in Bandstand he originated the lead in the show, and he was just so fantastic. And twice in that show, I just like sobbed my eyes out. Or how about Corey's Santa Fe? Oh yeah, and like see, he took over uh, in Newsies as Jack Kelly, um, and what's the line? <laughs> Your favorite? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> so yeah, I think a lot of mine actually surrounds seeing friends. Friends, yeah, you know, kind of do their thing, which has been really really cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, Parade has some good moments. You know it's a good moment when even when you're listening in your car, mm-hmm. you could cry. Yep. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. It's like Dear Evan Hansen for everybody, but we never really got... That was after yeah. our time, really. But you know what? What? I'm about to sob for six hours straight in a the theater. Oh. In a couple weeks, baby. That's true. This is not a musical. However, we will be going to see parts one and two of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child on Broadway at the beginning of October. I can't even think about it because I'm so excited. I need to pack a hundred tissues in my purse. I, it's going to be just beyond. I'm very excited. We'll we'll let you all know on the podcast what we thought of it. What we thought of it. All right. We got to run, but give me one nice thing about each other, okay? Okay. Um, Okay. This is something that we both do that I think is cute that we do. If John and I are 
going to be home earlier than we say. <laughs> we won't text each other. We'll just show up and surprise each other. And John did that today and yesterday. Because <laughs> I got done with what I was doing early. And <laughs> yesterday he scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> because I just hear our door alarm go off. And I'm like, he's not supposed to be home until like way later. Yeah, it was like, like 9 p.m. Yeah. No, even because you said I'm no. not going to be home until after midweek. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. so I hear ding, ding, ding. And I was like, John? <laughs> but then today you did it too. And I just love that. Oh. That's nice. Uh, I had one, and I I had one surrounding that coming home. Or oh, here's one thing that's just really nice that I appreciate that you do. Um, it is so often when I am gone the whole day, which that doesn't happen very often. It's, <laughs> yeah, I we're usually both working at home, but pretty much almost every time I feel like that I'm gone the whole day. When I come back, you're like. I've cleaned the house. I've made you some food. I have something in the fridge for you. Like all this stuff. And like Aww. you genuinely enjoy being able to tell me that when I come home. Yeah. And that really means a lot. Well, I feel like there's nothing worse coming home from like a long day and your house is dirty. Yeah. Or the laundry isn't done or the dishes have to be done. Right. Well, I just really, I just, you're really, that it sounds so like old fashioned and sexist yeah. to be like, you're a great wife for doing that. Um, no, but, but John like, does that too. He's exactly, a great husband. For I think that. I do that more because more you spend more time out of the house. But yeah, John uh, unloads the dishwasher more than me. But for sure, there we share things. Yeah, and but we I both do just the laundry choose the, more. We choose the chores we hate the least. The yep. least. Yeah, it's a good system. Mm-hmm. All right, I highly recommend. Thanks for doing this podcast. Did you enjoy this one? I did. You did. I did. Oh, that's rare. Yeah. So glad. So glad. So happy. Hope you all enjoyed it as well. If you did, please uh, subscribe, download all the episodes, and leave us a review. Mm-hmm. Five stars, people. Five stars. Five make stars. Us, make us one of your weird obsessions yeah. or guilty pleasures. One, yeah, or, one or the other. The other. Also, don't forget, uh, we're going to do a episode where we answer your questions coming up. So you need to download the Anchor app, search the bear and the swan, and le- tap the voice message button. Uh, we got a bunch of questions right now, but we're still looking to get a few more. Uh, so make sure download anchor, search the bear and the swan, leave a voice message with mm-hmm. your question and you will hear your voice on a future episode. Yes. All right, y'all. That's it. Uh, thanks for listening. We love you. Say something nice. Smell those paws. Smell the paws. Smell the paws. Oh, so good.